Season 2, episode 27, and this is the last episode of season 2. Well, sort of, because the DP World Tour is still going on, so it's not. That's a lie, it's not. <laughs> this is the last episode that's going to involve the PJ Tour, really, for this year. There's the odd event, isn't there? Well, there? isn't it a wraparound season? Doesn't the, doesn't the 2020 I mean, I don't know. to 2023 season just start right away? Yeah, but it's like, my, my, like I mean, if I remember rightly, last year when we did this, it was like, they have like the hero challenge, don't they, and stuff like that first, and like, basically everyone has a few weeks off, but this week, I'm sure we've got the DP, in the DP world, got the BMW Championship, so that'll be a Wentworth, so we'll be talking about that, um, but from a PJ Tour perspective, it was the crescendo last night, we're doing this on Monday, so Sunday night was the the FedEx Cup final day, um, and what, what a day, and they swore them. What a day. Well, can I just say one thing? Josh texted me about, let's say, halfway through last night going, oh, look who's on top. Basically, my pick, Finau, is on top, as in Josh's own pick. <laughs> he was never on top. <laughs> I was reminding you up to you weren't watching it. Oh, was he never? No. Oh. <laughs> I texted him saying, oh, guess who's too clear? Tony Finau. Obviously, he wasn't. He was never too clear. I didn't clear. even go and check, you know. Just he trust, finished ninth. Just trusted you. Top trust ten. Me. Not bad, top ten. Anyway, I woke... knew you wouldn't be doing research, do you know what I mean? It's a fair point. So... I woke up this morning, see who's won, and uh, my pick, Roy McIlroy. Correct. Correct. It was a very good shot, mate, I'll give you that. And he played some phenomenal golf yesterday. He looked like... He looked unbeatable. He just stuck in there. He made putts, big, big putts when he needed to make big putts. He was steady pretty much the whole way around. Barely missed a fairway. And was just like Rory that we expect. Basically. I think the key thing is that he holds some putts. Oh, mate. That's that, that that's the difference between what happened at the Open and obviously yesterday. Yeah, like they, and they kept referring to that. They kept going back to saying like how in the Open he didn't make that many putts, where yesterday he was just honestly sinking them from from all over the place. Like there was one point where he, he made a few par putts that where you'd, you'd thought Scottish Sheffield's got a chance to get away here, and Rory Mack was sinking these putts. Like sort of eight footers. Further, like. Just unreal, unreal, and um, so he he finished twenty one under par, and yeah, he was four under for the day, and Scott Sheffield just couldn't really get his game together, and mm. um, he was three over for the day. So that sort of shows the swing and how much sort of hard work that Rory McIlroy had to do to so win that. So Rory part. obviously had to win. Did Scheffler have to finish like second on his own or anything like that, or did he have to win as well? What do you mean? Because sometimes, depending on who finishes where. Like, Scheffler would have been quite a way ahead on the standings. No, it's not based on points, though, this. This is like the points that you used to get into the points. Oh, yeah, they start having and shots this is ahead. just like the final. Yeah. So yeah. He, start, he started 10 under par. No, but. Scheffler. Yeah, but you can win the FedEx, but you can win the overall FedEx Cup. It's two different things. And this is the Tour Championship. Yeah, he's win the Tour Championship, but you can. Whoever wins it. Oh, someone else. Some, so basically, someone could win the Tour Championship, but a different person could win the overall FedEx. Are you sure? Because yeah. that's why they have a playoff, isn't it? So they, they do the points to get into the playoff, no, 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 and I'm, then the top 30 I'm, go through, and then the top 30 go through. Yeah, but 100% sure. Yeah, 100% sure. Because at each point, you're ranked. Yeah, yeah, but it's to get to the final, that, isn't it? No, no, then, no, no, no. I'm telling you. It's to get to the final, and then no, in the I final. Gosh. No, and then in the final, you start 10 under, 8 under. Yeah, so that's, that's what I'm saying. Did they do Because before, I just said that, that's what I said. Did, before, do you have. Used to be X amount ahead on the standings, all start flat. But was it done like Scheffler was ten ahead to start? Or no, so Scheffler started ten under par. Yes, that's what I mean. Ten, ten under par. So ten, yeah, ten ahead of someone. Yeah, but if par. he he couldn't have finished second and 
in this no, and win the FedEx Cup. But why? Because he's not won the the event. He started he, his advantage so the, so the, of being top in the standings gave him ten under par. par. Right. Okay. Fair enough. So then, um, Cantley, I think it was, it was second, was eight under par. So whoever wins the tournament like, wins wins the wins both. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, okay. I see. So that that the advantage comes because he's got ten under par. And, correct. And let's say Rory was starting at level, he was ten shots behind. Yeah. So Rory actually started, I think, seven. Behind seven shots back, so it's a thousand dollars like a shot, is it? Or hundred? I, I, I mean, it's based on points, isn't it? So uh, points, points I think, mean prizes, Joshua. I don't think it's based. I think if you're first, you always start ten under par. I don't think if you're two thousand points ahead, right. you start twenty under. I see. I think it's just you're at your first, so you're ten under. Second is eight, so you get a two shot gap. Then it went seven, six, etc. I see, I see, I see. And um, Rory started. Eight shots back, sorry. And after his first hole on Thursday or Friday was ten shots back because he uh, double bogeyed the first. I mean, you've got to feel, <laughs> you've got to feel terrible about your game out there. <laughs> like, just ridiculous. And then to come back and win it the way he did was just absolutely phenomenal. Like, unbelievable. And like I said, yesterday, I, wa- I think I turned it on and he was on the sixth hole, seventh hole. And it was like... He had that bounce in his step. He he was back to the road that we we've seen previously, and it got to a point where I thought, Shaffer can't beat him. Mm. Like he can't because he's just not going away. He's not, yeah, he's not going away. And because like we've said, and we've said this a number of times on the podcast, there's been times in tournaments where Rory has sort of tailed off, or do you know what I mean? Where he just seemed to just be so steady, like so confident in his game. Every shot he played sort of came off and there was one point where he flew the green out of a bunker on... On a fairy bunker? Yeah, yeah, he was 16 or 17 and he had, didn't have a shot. Like, the green ran away from him. He had to play this ridiculous flop shot and it, like, landed and just, like, started running away from him and just hit the flag and it was like, oh, it's his day. Like, it didn't go in. It bounced out, but it's like... You feel like yeah. certain things going your way, you're like, this yeah. has got to be my day. And he was just... For me, and I, we spoke about this earlier, I think for, for what he's done for the PJ Tour this year, it's almost like poetic, isn't it? It's almost like, it's almost like a movie script, isn't it? Yeah, like, it's meant to be. He's been like the PJ Tour spokesman, the PJ Tour ambassador, Mr. PJ Tour, and yeah. now he's won the FedEx Cup, the Tour Championships. Yeah, and, and not only has he won this, but he's become the first person to win it three times. Mm-hmm. Um, it's his fourth win this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's made him in a single season hold the record for the most money earned at 28.3 million which is obviously not to be sniffed at and there's a few other things he's done as well Um, it's his what was that last one I tried to basically got a screenshot I took a photo of the screen and it went off before I got it Um, I think it's his 12th win from behind I think I feel like Rory is definitely a better player coming from behind. Like I don't feel like he plays well going into a final round, leading as good. Yeah. Or going into the tournament expected to win. I feel like he's a lot better being that person who's chasing someone. Yeah. A bit more aggressive. It plays into his sort he of hands. He can put the pressure on. Whereas he, I think when when he's out in front, he doesn't feel like he can be as aggressive because it's his to lose. Yeah. Whereas I think when he's behind, it's everything's like, oh, this is all mine to gain. Yeah, yeah. Um, in his 
in Rory's um, interview after, obviously he was asked about his year, his press conference, what he's had to deal with, the live, etc, etc. And he obviously got a, he has obviously a great relationship with Tiger Woods and he got a little dig in, didn't he? Like, so he said, uh, it's pretty cool to do something that even Tiger's never done in this game. At least I've got one over on him. Like, thing it is shows that, like the camaraderie between them there. Only because the FedEx Cup probably wasn't going when he... when, when well, I think he's won three of 16, I think. Something like that. I think there's only been 16 of them. FedEx Cup. That's 16 years, isn't it? So yeah. Yeah, Tiger would have obviously played. Yeah, but it's still... It's quite quite funny for him for him to do that, but um, it was good. And obviously, after it, that conversation around live and things like that. But there's a few other bits that happened, like the we spoke about. Did you see the exchange with his uh, Sheffield's family? Yeah. And it, I saw something. It was like describes like the most American thing ever. And it was like his dad comes up to Rory McIlroy and goes. Man, you were brilliant today, man. And then his his wife comes over. And goes, you kicked butt today out there, and like he was. Rose obviously felt a bit bad because of the year that Scottish Shepherd yeah, had. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. so obvious he felt like. And he said in his interview, "Ah, oh, because he's talking like a train at the start of the year, didn't he? Yeah, putting like five, four of his first five and, events. Yeah, and uh, it, Roy McIlroy was like, I always feel like half of this should be his. I feel bad for winning." Because of how good he's been all year, and he just let me tell you that twenty eight, that twenty eight point five million will will sort of soften the blow. And how bad <laughs> you feel? Well, exactly. And, and here's here's a stat, a really really mad stat that shows how amazing Sheffield's been this year. So Rory's gone highest earner twenty eight point three ever. If Sheffield had won yesterday, he'd have become the highest earner at thirty seven million. So what did Rory pick up? Eighteen million yesterday. 18 million. 18 million for first. It was six and a half for second. Um, but that shows... 18 million. Yeah. But that shows how... 18 million. Yes, correct. But that shows how... In one tournament. It shows how good, good a year Scottish Shepherd's had. Because if if Scottish Shepherd won, he'd have had 10 or 9 million more than Roy's in this year. I wonder if... Winning and go straight in your account straight away. Probably not. Sat there like that. Tell you what, his caddy. You've just been transferred 18 million from the PJ Tour. Well, I tell you what, if his caddy wasn't a millionaire before, he definitely is now. Oh, his, caddy, his caddy's a, like a successful businessman. Well, he's just got 1.8 million at least. Well, I mean, he's going to be on more than 10% for a win, isn't he? He's going to be on like 20% of a win. Well, he's, I not, mean, he's not struggling, though, put it that way. That is a substantial amount of money and this is something that I noticed yesterday and I, d- I don't know whether I'm just drawn nobody, to nobody it nobody talks about the money no the opposite they mentioned it a few times about the 18 million is, and they, they always, they've always done that the FedEx Cup they've always done that well say, but you're probably just more drawn to it because, because of, what of what's been going on recently. exactly and I didn't know whether it was like a bit of a F you to live like mm. Four million, how about eighteen? Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's one tournament. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it was it was a real unreal last day, uh, final day to round out the PJ Tour season, and I think again we say it every, every time Roy plays like this, but if he can just harness this, mate, he's unstoppable. Mm. Like he really is unstoppable, and hopefully going into next year, 
he can carry that on. He's got obviously well, he's got to late fourth to sort of keep it going. That's the one he wants, isn't it? I mean, he's probably going to play DP World Final in November. I don't think you see him play much between now and then. Not for the hero. Will he play the DP World though? Because I'm pretty uh, sure. how many, but how many events has he played this year? I'm. I'll be surprised if he doesn't play the DP World Final. I don't remember him playing last year. I mean, he might have done. He might have not been there. Because last year was Morikawa won it. Mm-hmm. Did Morikawa win it last year? So uh, that will be obviously something that we can keep up to date on. We've got the BMW at Wentworth next week, which you won't play in, Willie. You won't be there. Um, but and there's plenty of DP World events still still going, and, and I don't think the finals until November. Um, middle of November is is the the DP the race yeah, to Dubai yeah. final DP World final. So it'll be interesting uh, just to keep an eye on that and and whether he does end up playing in that. But yeah, it's I, I I I'll be surprised if he doesn't play it. Um, just with it being obviously the the the, the flagship event of yeah. the European tour, him being a European. Um, so I stand corrected. Roy McIlroy started with a triple bogey. So he was eleven behind them. No, ten. So he must have started seven. I'm just gonna bring you some info on the European tour, but um, Josh's internet or next door's internet. Uh, <laughs> Mine's next fine. Don't you worry about that. Um, schedule. Let me just go um, rankings. I don't... Oh, he's top five on our tour. Is that world ranking, though? No, no, no. He's number one. McElroy, so Zalatoris, Fitzpatrick, Hovland. So he'll be playing, mate. So where's he got... Is that, where are those points from, then? Because he obviously spends most of his time on the PJ tour. Well, don't forget, some of the majors will be points from both. Yeah, Barracuda Championship both. there in the USA. Open. Rank. Yeah. Third. Genesis. He came fifth. The US Open. The US Open. So basically his majors... more events than, than you think. Based to Dubai. Yeah. Eighth. No, that, no, that was the US PJ championship. He got eighth. first. So that, this is how, where he finished in the race to Dubai in that event. Yeah, race to Dubai rank the Masters. He finished second. So basically his majors have allowed him to play. Oh. And I think you'll find he'd, he'd have played as one, two. It's weird, isn't it? Because you just think he's always yeah. on the PJ Tour. He's actually Three, played quite a few events. Four, five. Well, these events in between he's played. Oh, not played, no, no, sorry. Six. So I think six. you have to play seven events for your money to count with the race to Dubai being his seventh. Or he may even be playing the BMW PJ Championship this week. He might be. We'll. Um, well, I can find out. The field won't be out yet. I don't think. Uh, the list will be. Schedule. Um. But if I, he can go and win that as well, that is mightily impressive. That will be mightily impressive. What season that'll be? Um. I, I, I doubt he'll play this week. Warren McIlroy. And he's playing this week. Yeah. <laughs> so I think maybe eight events then. So he plays that. That's his seventh. That being his eight events. And then, the, yeah. The money, the his money then counts. Because he'll do it. He'll do it very carefully. So he plays maximum opportunity in both places. Yeah. And obviously he spends, major- uh, evidently spends the majority of his time on the PGA Tour. But 100%. But I mean, look at the field this week at the BMW PGA. Roy McIlroy, Ram, Fitzpatrick, Hogland, Horshaw, Lowry, Hanson, Fleetwood, Scott. Um, Kevin Nahr, Peters, Kokrak, um, Gooch, Fox, Reed, Patrick Herbert, Reed. Rose. Oh, Patrick Reed's going to get some 
dick. I mean, it is a Rolex event, so it's one of the bigger events. Yeah, but he's a live golfer, mate. Yeah, but what I'm saying is... Lee Westwood. As well. Who else is on there? Justin Rose. Garcia. Willett. Danny Willett. Right, man. Right, man. Ah, well, we will have to watch that next week, then, won't we? Sunday, look out on the car. On Sunday. Yeah. On the radio. Well, we can't. Why? Because we've been... We'll, we'll be in the car. In Barcelona, mate. Not ne- no, that's this weekend, isn't y- it? Y- yeah. We're not in that Barcelona this weekend. Oh, no, we're not now. Sorry. In Barcelona next weekend. Yeah, we're getting a bit above me. Um, so, let's move on, then. Well, why don't we go, go European tour? Since we're on European tour. So um, yeah, if you want. Well, well no, no. Let's finish this. Do you want to talk? Oh, no, I talked about that. Let's go, Crom. Yeah, let's go, Crom. So yeah, Crom says here, um, Switzerland. What a place this is! I'm being fortunate to carry here. Don't, don't, don't wait. Place, Josh. Wait a second. What? Do you want me to bring some added value to this point in the podcast? You, 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 you. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, um, honestly, like it's like being in. It was a ski resort, but the golf course. It's probably the best golf course. The most picturesque golf course I've ever been to in my life. The mad thing is the ball goes so far because your altitude. Cause, yeah, because it's it's the air's cr- it's crazy. When you hit wedge shots, it just flying. It's very hard to sort of gauge yeah. um, gauge your game out there. But the mad thing is Lucas. Um, what's the guy that won? Uh, Trist- Tristan yeah. Lawrence, yeah. right? I remember meeting him, and he must have been about seventeen in South Africa. I even think we played with him. In one of the first two yeah. rounds of like SA Open or Joburg Open, something like that, and he was an amateur at the time. Um, and to see that he's now won twice on tour is mad. Because like at the time you're thinking, oh my god, this guy can play. Like he hits it a long way. Yeah. But like I think he missed the cut or, or something. Um, and now to see him like winning one of the big events. Is it Rolex? Is it Rolex? It's not a Rolex event, but it's something like four hundred eighty, five hundred grand first prize. No. So it's a big event. Yeah. Like, it's like, I guess, a bit like, I would say a bit like the players is to the PGA Tour. Right, okay. So it's not quite, obviously, a major. Yeah. Well, not, maybe not a players. It's a bit like... Waste management. Waste management is to the PGA Tour. Yeah. Like, it's a big event, but it's not like... Honda Classic kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. It's not, it's obviously not like one of their flagship events, like the BMW, like um, the Irish Open, like the Scottish Open is. Because um, all those events are like, they're Rolex events. Yeah. But yeah, unbelievable to see him win that. And have you seen pictures of the golf course? I think you showed me them like with the mountains in the background and that's like, stupid. Mate, like. Can you get us on? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Go skiing there. Go skiing there. So is it obviously the? Oh my gosh. I mean, like this is one of the par fours, right? It's about. If you've not seen this, go and have a look on the DP World Instagram or just search. Oh wow, just search the golf course. Like we stayed above it. So like we stayed somewhere up here and you're looking down the golf course, it's absolutely like it must be so hard madness. to play good golf there. Mate, it's just <laughs> like, it's just in all of the place. It's just honestly the maddest place you've ever been in your life. Like that is ridiculous. Like, but they so in the winter obviously because it's in the mountains that'll just be snow. So oh yeah, you'll be skiing in the winter, hundred percent. That's ridiculous. How do they how do they keep the golf course in good nick? No like idea. how do they? How do they manage that with the yeah, with the weather? Above the houses. Yeah, mate. With the weather being so, mate, I have no idea. So not, bad, basically. Not a clue. But honestly, 
I think Fitzpatrick's won there twice. It's just an unbelievable place to go. I mean, there you go. Oh, yeah. Winter versus summer. Jeez. You can still see that the outline of the golf course. Yeah. Um, That's phenomenal. Honestly, it is just one of the maddest places I have ever been. And I would love, 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 love to play golf there one day. So, if you can get us on, anyone. <laughs> if anybody listens as a member and wants to take as a member's guest, we'll fly. We'll fly. I'll pay for flights, don't worry. Yeah, we'll be out there. <laughs> um, so, come on then. DP World BMW Championship is this week. Mm-hmm. Who are you going with? Who's your pick? I'm going to go Billy Horshaw back-to-back. Do you reckon? Yeah. Today, he... He gets sneaky hot yeah, around this time of year. He does, doesn't he? Won the FedEx a few times. Um, he obviously won here last year. Um, right before going to Ryder Cup and was sort of that dodgy little little dig that he didn't get picked. Yes. Um, but yeah, for me, I think Billy Horschel um, wins. I think Rory gets up there and you can't write Rory out of the top 10, surely. No. Well, if you look at Rory's performances this year... You don't he's... think he's finished outside the top 15? No. A European like, tour he has been... Or co-sanctioned between both. Like, majors, he's been up there. He's always been, like there or thereabouts so well here you go right so this is Rory's finishes that I guess um, are that count for both PJ Tour uh, and European Tour okay so this is 2022 for all the events that are going to count towards his European Tour rankings sorry stand corrected it is a week on a week on so it is when we're away I do stand corrected I apologise mate so 12th Third, these are always counting events that play on the European Tour. Second, you forget that you finished second at the Masters. Yeah. Second, eighth, fifth. By the way, these that you talked about, the last third. So wait, those last, those last three four are the majors. For majors, Masters, U.S. Open. So he's not guy. finished outside the top 10 in a major all year. No, and he's not finished outside the top 15, top 13, 13th, 12th, sorry, is his highest rank on European tour so like for me I would say this is probably one of without winning so many times I would say this is probably one of Rory's most successful most consistent seasons yeah and it, well to have four wins as well this year is yeah. and he's obviously real. he's won the um, races Dubai before or the DP World Final before he's, yeah. he's I think he's actually won it where he's held the European tour and the PJ tour to, like top player because very often both win both yeah because they're the people that have performed the best in the majors yeah. and good in those other big flagship events. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's done it before, which I, I, I mean, it's going to be hard to look past him doing it again, but I'll report live. <laughs> um, my pick for not this weekend, weekend after, I'm going to go with. Um, who normally plays well there? Till Hatton, but he's not really been in good form. Till Hatton won it two years ago. Yeah. The old hoodie. Is that, I mean, was that last year? No, it's three. No, no, no. Billy Horsch won last year, mate. Two years ago. Because um, Kevin, Kevin Nolan was there, wasn't he? His big West Ham fan. Yes, he was, yeah. And right and Noble and, and Victor Hovland, that's another one. And Fitzpatrick, mate. It's oh, God. It's so difficult. What are you going to pick today? Some we're good. Anytime. Um, Anytime. I'll go Fitzpatrick. Do you know what I love that Rory's still got Hollywood Golf Club under his name <laughs> in, in Ireland? Is that right? Yeah. That's where he grew up playing golf. Oh, yeah. Hollywood Hol- Northern Ireland. Clear record. 41 million Euros. 
That's that's ridiculous. That's is that just on? Yeah, it's just on the European tour. Just on the European tour. Obviously, some of that will be a crossover Can't. with the majors. Two hundred twenty-six tournaments played. Yeah. Fourteen DP World Tour wins and forty-one million, forty-one and a half million. So yeah, he's played in seven tournaments this year. That is ridiculous. Jeez, what a guy. Anyway, well, stop swooning over Roy McIlroy. Roy's show today. Let's move on because now is time for our new section of the podcast. How to in a good tour? Let's talk live golf. So, we've got a few different aspects to talk about here because we are expecting, apparently, five new golfers to be okay, announced. Okay, go on. We know, we know one of them has been rumoured. Well, apparently Neiman. Okay, who, you, who, Neiman. who are your other four? There's been talk of Cam Smith. That's been on the cards for a while. Yeah, so there's two. Okay, so who are the three? No idea. No idea. JT? No. No. Tony? Pino? No, I can't. I, I, I look at the players that are left and I think, who who, who could go? I don't think Fiena will go. I don't think Justin Thomas will go because he's been quite outspoken about it. Maybe Cameron Young was one of them. Victor but Maybe. Maybe Cameron Young was one of them, but he was. he's come out this week and said that, yeah, he was interested in the conversation and had the conversation. Tyrrell Hatton? Tyrrell Hatton could be a shout but Cameron Young said that he's staying. Tor Bjorn Allison. He's staying where he is on the PJ Tour. So I don't know. Like it's it's hard to it's hard to pick out pick those extras because there's not really been any other rumours. And it could be like not five nobodies, but five lesser players going. But the only thing I'd say, like, or three lesser players going with Neiman and. The, the 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 lesser players, it's not going to, how can I say, make as big of a bang as for Liv, yeah. But then they'll live bothered if they make, if they take two big marquee players. That's the thing, isn't it? If they take Cam Smith, mate, that's massive. He's like third in the world. It's almost it? like two marquee players and the rest sort yeah. of not nobodies, but lesser players. Yeah. Um, but obviously interesting to see Cam Young come out and stay. He's staying on the PJ Tour, um, so. Obviously, it's not going to be on this week's podcast, but hopefully by this time next week, when the podcast goes out, we will know those five players. Um, other than that, things seem to have been a little bit quiet. Obviously, Liv don't have an event. I uh, don't know when the next event is. They've not had an event, obviously, because of the Tour Championship. Um, so, let me just search. Their next event is... Calendar of events. 16th of September... Oh no, this weekend, sorry, Boston. Second to the fourth, start Friday. Yeah, starts on Friday, so best day of the year. Um, so it'll be interesting to see because it's going to happen between now and then, those, these players being announced. Because so, it always seems what they've, they've done is, so say Cam Smith goes, they can have a team of Australians, they can have a team of. There's, there's definitely tactical yeah. things around It's yeah. almost going to have like. Um, you might have a t- tournament where you have like countries versus country. Yeah, and that seems like what they're going for, isn't it? Um, so they they've still got events, so we'll have to keep up to date on this. They've got the second and the. Got a bit of a run, haven't they? You've got Boston, Chicago on the sixteenth and eighteenth, and they and got that's oh, two weeks after somewhere. Two weeks after, sorry, Scotland. Then you've got seventh and the ninth of Bangkok in Bangkok, and then you've got fourteenth and the sixteenth of October in Jeddah, and then Miami on the twenty seventh and the thirtieth of October. So, yeah, obviously with the PJ Tour. 
sort of shutting down a little bit. Mm. They, they've sort of stepped up. But I don't see why this can't happen like that. Why can't it be that tour that people go and play, like, after the FedEx? Yeah. If they want to. If they want to, keep ticking over. Um, but Liv don't want to be a secondary tour, do they? That's the, that's no, no, the problem. That's the, the, what, but no one, no one does, do they? No, exactly. Um, but the what I want to talk about is how the PGA can, Tour can you give me, are... Can you give me five players? I don't know. I'll give you two that I think I don't know. So we've got those no two. I think Hatton. Hatton. I think Toby Allison. Yeah. And I also think some like Tommy Fleetwood. No. Can't see Fleetwood going. Why? It's a bit of a crap year. A bit of a quiet year. No. Bad back. Got back issues. Maybe. Potentially somebody that could go. Well, we will see. By this time next week, we will know because obviously their event is this weekend so they'll be announced before that. Um... But what I do want to talk about, sorry, is how the PJ Tour and what they seem to have come up with Don't like themselves. the sound of it. I've not even said it yet. Don't like the sound of it. I've not said it. I don't like the sound Let of it. Let me say it first so the people know what we're talking about before you butt in. So, they've come up with two things. First thing you like that you like the sound of, I assume. 12 major events plus the four majors, or 12 big events, let's say, plus the four majors where the players have guaranteed they're going to be there so your likes of McElroy, Ram, Sheffield have all said we're going to play those events so their schedule is not getting busier but they're committing to playing against each other more I like that that's good yeah that's good but why are we doing it on a freaking virtual screen no it's not that's the second thing that's something different alright okay well I misunderstood you fucking divvy right language please in this podcast the first thing is they've highlighted 12 PJ Tour events right obviously plus the majors where all these players have said yes we will commit to them so basically saying there's 20 events where they're all going to play no I'm not I'm saying there's 16 events that's right so yeah, sorry. yeah so they obviously they all play the majors anyway and these 12 events so I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be like waste management players TPC um, uh, Pebble, Pebble Beach um, Honda but, Classic but isn't it interesting how the PGA Tour are now dictating their schedule no this is the thing though they aren't this came out of the players meeting right so they all committed to playing it yeah because this is the PGA Tour's big thing is it's run by the members so the players had this meeting didn't they with Tiger Woods where he flew in last week and basically decided so basically like Rory said there's an alpha in the room and it isn't me it's almost like Tiger Woods said, look, this is what we need to do. And they're doing it. And for me, that is a great idea because it makes... They all would have played, played them anyway, apart yeah. from obviously injury. Exactly. And and it makes it more... Every event becomes like yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like unbelievable talent playing. Yeah. The best players in the world playing more often together, making the, making the product more compelling. Yeah. Which is what we all want. 100%. What I know you don't like is Tiger Woods and Roy McIlroy's new venture, which is this... Is that nothing, to do, is that nothing to do with the PGA Tour? No, then? it is. It's in conjunction with the PGA Tour, but it's them. It's them. It's those two that have... Have we seen any promo for it? I haven't seen a promo for it, but what I have seen is... Um, let me try and find... TGL, it's called. Tiger Woods and Roy McIlroy present TGL, a high-tech golf league featuring six teams made of top PJ Tour players kicking off on January 2024. So, it's almost... I've not really seen a promo. 
I don't know. All the Dunnies retweeted about Roy McIlroy winning everything. Um, so, there you go, there you go, there you go. Yeah, so it's like they're going to play virtual golf. They'll launch a tech-infused golf league in partnership with the PGA Tour that will have players competing at s- on six-man teams in 15 regular season matches and a playoff starting in January 2024. Not for me, not for me, not for um, me. But it's... It's taken... It's taken... It's taken I, I, I get it. I get it, and I get the idea behind it. But for me, it's golf's golf's being out there in the elements, experiencing the rain, experiencing the change of conditions. Yeah, but that doesn't change. It does. It's virtual. They're still doing that though. They're not stopping doing that. I know, but what I'm saying is, I don't like the idea of this virtual golf. I get that you can have fans in a stadium, and the idea is great. But I see it as something like that should be a promo in the run up to an event not an event within an event or not just an event. I see it as something that they should do on like a Monday night before a tournament on a Thursday. They are doing it Monday night. No, but what I'm saying is it's just a bit of fun. Whereas this is actually going to be a league playing matches, playoffs, all this sort of thing. I see it as something that they should do like a bit of fun where they just do like, okay, oh, how many, how far can you hit it? How many can you hit? A bit like, bit like the Sky Zone sort of thing. Right. But to the next level where it's like, oh, right, okay, we're going to... Um, what's your green percentage from 150 yards at 10 balls do you know what I mean like that sort of stuff personally I don't like the idea of this whole matches online well the TGL will begin January 2024 with six teams made up of three PGA Tour players each there will be 15 regular season matches on Monday nights with semi-finals and final matches at the end of the season the golfers will compete in a data rich virtual course that has a tech infused short game complex no specifics of, of venues have been shared. What they are saying is the TG, TGL is the next evolution within the professional game and I'm committed to helping lead it into the future. That's what Tiger Woods said. Uh, embracing technology to create this unique environment gives us the ability to move our sport into prime time on a consistent basis alongside so many other, uh, so many of sport's biggest events. And McElroy said uh, it will be comparable to sitting courtside at an NBA game. Um, so obviously it's worth noting the PJ Tour has been in a legal battle with Liv over allowing golfers to compete on a separate golf circuit yeah. the PJ's bylaws bar professional golfers from appearing in other events without the approval of the Tour's commissioner uh, the Justice Department has been investigating the PJ Tour over potential antitrust violations as Liv uh, golfers alleged the Tour not letting golfers compete in circuits uh, was anti-competitive Woods and McCoy both rejected offers from Liv so this is almost like because it's in conjunction with the PJ Tour, it's okay. Um, but I understand what you're saying, but I'm going to make the point that I made earlier when we were talking about it. It isn't aimed at you. No, but it, you it, like it's not. You like golf already. Yeah, it's trying to get new people in. Golf, I I, I agree with that. I'm all for that. But what I don't like is this whole virtual thing, and not for me. Yeah, but that that's my point. Is that's fine because you're going to watch. On a Sunday, on a Saturday, and on a Thursday, where this is to get people watching golf on a Monday night for a couple of hours and get them into the game. In my opinion, that's how I see it. Yeah, okay. You put, it's something different, isn't it? You put it like that, then yeah, I agree. So you, as a traditionalist, which, you, which you're not, but you are, yeah. like, you like that traditional form of game, still have that, it doesn't change. If anything, that gets better because of the 12 events. This gives people... A new way into golf. You've done me fine. 
I like I mean, it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Where do I say? But do you know what I mean? It is. It, yeah, and you put, I, and, when you I put it like that, I didn't, obviously I wasn't educated enough to know what everything was. was but now you put it the way you put it, I can buy into that. If it's going to grow the game, it's going to get people in, then yeah. And do you know what? I think the, I think the other... I, I don't... Obviously, this is all... What, another year to wait for it anyway. We don't really know what is going to happen. Yes, it, they're obviously going to be hitting into nets, but it appears by the way they're looking at it, you've got a stadium around the outside and you've got a bit of a green complex in the middle as well. So you're still going to see, obviously, the elements that you said are taken out of it, but it's still going. It's not just going to be hitting into a screen. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be... There's going to be different things going on. It's going to be It'd very It'd be interesting different. to see how they do the putting because usually the putting is absolutely trash. But that's what I mean. So if you look at this... Yeah, I can see it on there. It's got like... They've got like... So they, they might have green, a green in the middle and depending on where you hit the ball... You've you got to have like a 10-foot putt from yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, and obviously this is all just mock-ups at I this mean, point. look at that. There's a lot of people there. Yeah, it's just a mock-up, in it? And it's a big arena. It's... It's like someone's at Wembley. It's going to be... It, it's going to be big, isn't it? They're going to throw money at it. And if you've got Tiger Woods and McIlroy back in it, they're not going to struggle. And if they can get players like Rahm, Scheffler, well, Sartori... if those two are back in it... They'll all, all uh, it. Yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll all go and play. 100% all but, go and play. Obviously, this isn't until January 24th, so they've got a lot of time in it. There'll be more stuff coming out about this. Personally, I, my opinion is why not? Why not? Golf doesn't lose anything. The conversations that they've had over the last week or so... In, if anything it's going to help the PGA Tour it's going to help golf mm-hmm. it's going to be what the PGA Tour yeah. needs to get all these players together more often that is a bit of a sideshow yes but it's just another route in got no response <laughs> that's my opinion that's my opinion um, anyway who's this podcast brought by we've not said that oh, yet oh yeah so we got very much carried away um, <laughs> so guys just a bit of an update um, I think some of us have tried to use the discount code and that is for 50% off your fitting and then 10% off whatever you purchase in store for your fitting. And it now works on the uh, website as well. That was my bad. Okay. It was meant, at the start, it was just valid for the um, fitting side of things, but now uh, it's valid for it all. So it's uh, AEG. It's AEG. Uh, and that's obviously this podcast is brought to you by Scottsdale Golf um, for same day custom fit, same day build. Um, mega experience my fitting video will be going up in actually a couple of weeks so you can go and check that out and it will sort of show you how good it is in there but actually I just had the bays redone so they look oh, really they? smart yeah and the net they get, a, they get a pound in there so the I nets go they, yeah. um, so it's www.scottsdalegolf.co.uk um, go and visit them and yeah use the discount code code AEG for 10% off and then 50% off your fitting as well yeah perfect right is it now time for tip of the week I think it is okay so here we go. Okay, Josh. I'm going to talk to people about your, a bit about your lesson, really. Ooh, God. Only because I think... I've been playing nice golf recently. No, so I, think, I, think, I think there's rhythm side of things. Yes. Okay, so... You're in like a bit of a transition between improving your swing and when you do it, what feels slower, you're always a bit better. Oh. So what we sort of said was, like, Josh is ripping 7-9, so like the r- rhythm was really, really good. So what we tried to do is, with every single shot, like 7-9 above, we tend to get a little bit quicker in general. So, put on your 7-9 speed on every single thing above your 7-9, including driver, including 3-wood. It just gives you a much better chance to improve upon whatever you're working on. So, whether that's shallow in the claw, whether that's square in the face, whether that's rotating better, whatever that is in your golf swing, just try and do it, even with 7-iron, at 7-9 speed, 
with driver at seven nine speed, six yeah. at seven nine speed. Yeah. And then obviously anything below that, get a little bit smoother, get a little bit slower because you've got a shorter club. Yeah, and this is something that obviously I can vouch for because I'm working on in my game and it has improved obviously I was struggling with the hook, it has improved me Jeez, massively. Like, okay, I've worked on with you like my body and the way I'm moving, but that thought process over the golf ball of seven iron, smooth I know it sounds cheesy, but smooth is fast. Mm. Like, there's no, for me especially, I've got long arms. There's no point in me swinging hard. Knuckle driving. Correct. There's no point in me swinging hard at a golf ball. Because realistically, if I swing smooth, it's going to be quick, it's going to go a long way, which it has been doing. So we are laughing. You're hard. <laughs> but it's a good it's a good thing. Don't, just because you've got driving around, don't feel like you've got absolutely yeah, over it. Because more often than not, you're going to miss it. And I'm playing my first tournament in a long time tomorrow, and I'll be going with the exact same thing from the tee. Um, don't try and let the driver. Smooth is fast. Smooth is fast. Guys, yeah. thanks for listening this week. Yes, we will be back next week um, with the lead-up to the BMW. Um, we're also going to talk live, obviously. We're playing Golf Friday, so we'll have some stuff around. Golf Friday, and then two weeks on Friday, the big trip, we are going to Scotland. Aye! We will see you next week, guys.